0: And also way to imply that you're less of a man based mm-hmm. on who you fall in love with.
1: I think anyone would tell you that if you're able to snag Ayushman and Karana, you are
0: you're doing just fine. Nothing about you should be doubted. You are, you're a top-notch human in every yeah. way. Hi everyone and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim.
1: And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys.
0: Two Bollywood boys who are in love with each other. Yeah. (laughs) We love to see it.
1: Love to see it. Love too that this isn't really a story about them falling in love. No. Like they're solidly together.
0: Yeah. And that's great. Really sweet. I mean, I wouldn't have minded maybe seeing a little bit of the romance, but also that wasn't what this movie was about. So yeah. I I accept that that wasn't where we started.
1: Yeah. And I will say, too, that this is, to my knowledge, my second Ayushman Karana film. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully, like, fully in love with him.
0: This is... <laughs> the best performance I've seen him give, for sure. Um, The movie we're talking about this week is Mangal Zyada Savdan. And it's also the first in our series of LGBTQ plus films we're going to be watching for the month of June. And what a way to kick it off. This is like a fun, sweet movie. And yeah, Ayushman Karana has never looked better, never acted better. (laughs) Just he was on the top of his game.
1: Yeah, he just had such great
0: energy. Mm-hmm. And infectious.
1: I, yeah. I just really found myself invested in all of the characters, mm-hmm. except for the one father, which we will get into. Yeah. I could have done without him. But yeah. You know, I understand he's crucial to the plot. Um mm. but yeah, it just it was a sweet movie. Like yeah. I saw on Amazon Prime that one of the tags for it was gentle. Huh. And sure. I was like, you know what?
0: It, it is, is. gentle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just like sweet and yeah. not that much happens, but not in a bad way. Just in a right. this is life way.
0: Yeah. I I definitely yeah. appreciate that. about it. it just like lightly sweeps you up in its arms mm-hmm. and cradles you through a, a lovely story.
1: Just like Ayushman Karana.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just like all of my fantasies of Ayushman Karana cradling me in his arms.
1: There's just a lot of really sweet that I can feel yes. the love Yes This movie stars Ayushman Karana as Kartik And then Jitendra Kumar as Aman And yeah is also just really great I really like their energies playing off of each other Because mm-hmm. Kartik's definitely this more exuberant Outgoing force of nature mm-hmm. And then Aman is definitely a little bit more reserved I think specifically around his family Yeah they did a great job together.
0: They did do a great job together. I mean, those are the that couple dynamic is a really fun one to watch. Like you know, the one can rein in the other while the other can bring out you know yeah. the more spirited side of the other, and I I really like that we get to see that happen over the course of this movie.
1: Yeah, we should also say that it was written and directed by Hitesh Kualia. So we start in Ahalabad, uh, where we see our two main guys, the boys, as I call them, mm-hmm. Kartik and Amon, running at the train station and wearing capes. Like yeah. they're in some sort of superhero <laughs> <Yeah>. uniform. <laughs> and we kind of learn there's a voiceover that we learn is um, Kartik's voice. And he's giving us a little bit of his backstory. We find out that he was abused by his Mm -hmm. father while he liked to watch Amitabh Bakchan films. Yeah. um, That he seems to have worked through, but also does come up in Mm -hmm. ways throughout the film. And then we get the classic slow motion running after the train, which is in All the Good Ones.
0: We love uh, a running after a train moment. Yes,
1: <laughs> we do, because Yvonne gets on the train, Kartik is running after him, they clasp hands, and Amon pulls Kartik up onto the train. Mm-hmm. Turns out that that is like, we didn't start at the beginning, so the next scene is a flashback. And it turns out that these boys work for a toothpaste brand. Yes, they do. <laughs> but while they're at work, Amon calls his mom, and she's trying to convince him to come home for a family wedding. Also interesting to note that this is clearly a joint family. Yes, it is. And I was like, oh, we learned
0: about that last week. Yeah, I had that thought as
1: well. But so we learned that Amon's mom is trying to arrange a marriage between Amon and the neighbor girl, Kusum. Mm-hmm put a pin in that i'll come (laughs) back later um we flash back to kartik and amon and they are riding amon's scooter and they're listening to like the same music
0: because they each
1: have one earbud each has
0: an earbud yeah and kartik just has his arms
1: wrapped around amon and his like chin resting on his back it's just the sweetest
0: thing it's so sweet, and I love they, like, pull up to a stoplight, and yeah. um, uh, and Kartik looks over, and there's a woman who's, like, hanging on to presumably her boyfriend or partner, and she and Kartik kind of have this moment of, like, yeah, we're, like, real snug and happy, like, holding on to the men we love, and it's very awesome. sweet. Also want to make sure to mention that this song, Mere Lie Tum coffee Ho" is performed by Ayushman Karana. Yes, I saw that on YouTube. And yes. it's just the music video is him singing. Mm-hmm. That's great.
1: I did also want to specify, I, I had a little whoopsie. They're not currently in Allahabad, they are in Delhi. So the boys live in Delhi, but Aman's family is in Allahabad.
0: Good clarification. Yes. So,
1: yeah, it turns out that the boys are driving to a friend's house where Kartik like climbs a balcony because mm-hmm. they're helping one of their like lady friends escape mm-hmm. so that she can run off and elope with her lover. But in the process, like Kartik falls off the balcony. His cape gets like stuck on something, so he's like choking. Aman <laughs> can't start the motorbike to get them yeah. to go away. Meanwhile, this girl's father like storms out. He whacks Kartik on the knee with the door and then just starts like pummeling him. The girl ends up escaping on Amon's bike because Amon yeah. goes to help Kartik, the girl gets away, and then the boys are just on the run from the police. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, your lives
0: are fascinating. <laughs> it's a great little scene. There's a moment where the the woman implies that Kartik was her first love. Yeah. Um you know, maybe before he realized his, his real sexual orientation. Also, this is a cameo from the actress Boomi Pednikar, who we will be seeing in just a couple movies. Oh! Yeah. Well, that's exciting. It's mm-hmm. a fun little uh Yeah, little foreshadowing. Teams. So, yeah,
1: Kartik is trying to convince Amon to take him to visit his family, because mm-hmm. um, Kartik clearly did not have a great family life. Yeah. Um, and he just wants that loving family atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and then Aman says that he hasn't told his parents about them.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: somehow they end up going anyway.
0: <laughs> and I really, like, Kartik has a line where he says, I'm worth it and you know it. Yeah. And Ayushman <laughs> Karana's delivery of that line, like, I want to, like, good. I want to tattoo that whole moment on my heart and just, like, <laughs> yeah. live with it in me forever.
1: <laughs> it was, it was great. Um. His whole his whole energy was it's so good. Yeah. But so then we get the first scene of the movie where they're running onto the train. We find out that this train is like the family's wedding party train. Mm -hmm. And we get the first sort of dance number. Yeah. Ooh la la. Yep. Which is really fun. A very fun bop. Yeah. It sweeps you up into this festive atmosphere Mm -hmm. and like Everyone's excited to see Amon. Everyone's hugging Kartik. They don't really know why he's there, but it's like, that's just what
0: you do. <laughs> he just brought a friend and it's a good time. Yay! And he's yeah. like
1: smiling and
0: dancing. He has, again, this infectious energy. He's so cute and lovable. Mm. He's like teasing everyone. He's just like yeah. automatically a part of the family.
1: But yeah, so towards the end of this dance number, they Thanks. kiss
0: they do kiss. Yeah. I wondered if they were going to. I and did they did. Too. And it's a yeah. steamy kiss.
1: It was great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but Amon's dad sees them. Yeah. He then just vomits yeah. off the side of the train. Which there's a lot that I'm just gonna have to just roll with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that feels like a pretty extreme reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I yes, we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> But so then
1: he apparently fainted, because we get this whole scene where everyone's waiting for him to wake up, he's not feeling well because he fainted, mm-hmm. but he eventually does wake up from his faint, they are stopped somewhere to like take a break, and the boys have left the train, they're hanging out on the platform, Kartik is trying to convince Amon to like stand up to his family and just come out with it, because mm-hmm. they've been spotted, like, it's not it's known now. Yeah. Amon goes off to talk to his dad only for his dad to just spray him with a hose. Yeah. It's not nice.
0: No. Like here is your son trying to come and have a vulnerable moment with you and you decide to just like spray him. And he literally Amon literally says like that hurts. Like he's literally yeah. in pain. And yeah, his dad just does it.
1: Yeah. And then his dad eventually turns the hose off. And it's like, it's fine. You can change. And I was like, mm-hmm. But then he says, you need to stay away from that boy, Kartik, mm-hmm. because it's not right. Yeah. But then they're at the wedding. Kartik is still around. And he's looking fantastic. So good. So <laughs> good. Like, like the blue, like the bright blue and the bright hot blue. Ink. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yep. And Aman, as they're kind of getting ready to head into the actual wedding ceremony, Amon tells Kartik that he should go back to Delhi because his dad just keeps staring at them. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly it's not really okay that he's there. But Kartik, and I'm really happy that Kartik kind of keeps pushing back on this. Yeah. You know, he's like, we need to get them to accept this. But Kartik begs him to just dance with him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And Amon says he's not in the mood. So Kartik says he'll get him in the mood, just like always. He tells the band to play something sexy AF.
0: He does, yes. Those exact (laughs) letters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then we get our next dance number, Mm -hmm. which is Piar Tenukarda Gabru. And I think this is my favorite.
0: This is my fave, too. Okay, well, then
1: I have my second favorite (laughs)
0: later. Also, actually, before this happens, did you catch what song the band was playing? Before no. this entrance, they were playing London Tamakida. Okay, Queen. I thought it sounded like that. Yeah.
1: Good. I thought I was just like imagining
0: that. <laughs> so
1: I'm happy to hear that.
0: You just hear Queen songs yeah, in your head all the time. Yeah. Love this we, number. It's so good because
1: basically it's just Kartik like sexy dancing at Amon. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's working. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Amon is really having a good time. Yeah. Two moments that I particularly loved from this dance number were when Kartik steals a bite of Amon's popsicle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was very cute. But then also, like, I just... Kartik is so himself, always. Mm -hmm. Like, he just... He has no qualms or hesitations about being who he is. Yeah. And despite the abuse he faced as as a young person... I just really, I admire his unabashedness. Yeah. And the way that he's just like, I don't care that Amon's dad is watching and like, shooting daggers at me out his eyes. Like, I want to have a fun time with my boyfriend with this man who I love. And I also wanted to mention too the way that like, this is a culture that really does normalize affection between men. Yeah. And I'm saying that purely based on the movies that we've seen but mm-hmm. with the understanding that they probably reflect true life to a certain extent like yeah. the way that men who are not gay can still interact with each other with physical affection pretty frequently right i yeah it's totally normal that they can interact with each other um
1: i agree with yeah. that and it's kind of then a bummer that they're not doing anything quote-unquote, out of the ordinary. Right. And it's just because Amon's dad saw them kissing before right. that he is, you know, disgusted with how they're behaving around one another. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and towards the end of the dance number, Amon's dad approaches Kartik and Kartik's kind of, like, dancing at him. And then Amon's dad starts doing, like, chopping yeah. motions at him. And for the first, like two back and forths Kartik is kind of having fun with it he's like oh yeah we'll just make this a dance-off but then like the third and final time Amon's dad is like pressing like, it on him, him. Yeah. yeah and then Kartik like falls down and that's the first time you like you see this like emotion in his face also such good acting like yeah. I just because it almost looked like he started to Tear up a little. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you were really abused by your father. Like, this is probably having an older man looming over you with anger in his eyes is
0: not great. Mm -hmm. Probably very traumatizing, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then you see a hand Mm -hmm. be extended. And Karthik looks from Amon's dad to Amon, and he takes his hand, Amon pulls him up, and then they kiss. Yes. (laughs) In (laughs) front of everyone. And everyone is super shocked mm-hmm. and doesn't know what to do. So Aman's uncle just like puts his suit jacket yeah. over their heads. I actually really liked Aman's uncle. I do
0: too. Yeah.
1: And at this point, Aman has like popped his foot. Like the Princess yeah. Diaries. <laughs> very funny. And then the whole family is like trying to come up with an explanation for why these two men are kissing mm-hmm. so that they can explain it away to the groom's family.
0: Yeah. And
1: they're like, oh, this is traditional in our family. And they're just transferring cardamom seeds yeah. back and forth. <laughs> um, Amon's dad, once they're done kissing, Amon's dad escorts Kartik out and won't let him say one last word to Amon. Mm-hmm. Kartik's like seriously, just let me like wave from afar. I'll just say bye and then I'm gone. And Amonstat is like, no, you'll have to fight me for it. And then Kartik says, we fight many battles every day in our lives, but the battles we fight against our family are the toughest and most dangerous ones. Mm-hmm. And I like that about this movie is that it, for the most part, it's so interesting. It's kind of lighthearted, but then it'll just be like, and here's like a one-liner. Yeah. That just is, like, calling attention to this issue.
0: Definitely. And I think that that's one of the really compelling things about Kartik's character is that he he didn't come to this lightheartedness lightly, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like, he's lived through a lot. He's faced a lot. And so when he needs to and when he is given the opportunity, he can say these things that are very profound. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good moment.
1: He's a great character. Like, I just, yeah... Um, And then we see that Gogolay, Amon's cousin, her fiancé calls off the wedding mm-hmm. because Amon is gay. And they're like, we can't be related to someone who is gay. Mm-hmm.
0: God forbid. Her, um, her fiancé is also, like, super old. and Yeah, because yeah. we
1: also find out that, like... Googly has, like, a fake eye, and apparently mm-hmm. that's why she hasn't gotten married before, because it freaks people out. And she always wears sunglasses. So separately, I want her to have her own journey where, hey, she can get a
0: better fake eye. <laughs> yeah, that, that's <laughs> one part of it. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> But also accepting that, like, you know, this is me. I don't need to wear sunglasses well, to make other people comfortable.
0: And I do feel like she goes on that journey, because, yeah. you know, and we'll talk about where we see her at the end of the movie, but, I, you know, I think she, she, she chooses herself, and, yes. and that's a beautiful journey. That is true. But so then we see Karthik
1: and Amon's uncle in a cab on their way to the train station, because Amon's dad <laughs> told his brother, or maybe not brother, but... It is his brother, it yeah. It is his brother? okay. It got weird when he was like, we sleep together and sometimes we touch, but it doesn't mean we're gay. And I'm like, well, that's your brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. There's other reasons why that would be weird. <laughs> Worse reasons, um, in fact.
1: But so we see Kartik and Amon's uncle in a cab on the way right to the train station. And the, the uncle just asks him straight out, when did you decide to be gay? Yeah. And Kartik says, when did you decide to be not gay? Love it. <laughs> and the uncle says, oh I see your point
0: (laughs) I just I loved that so much it was so easy for him to come around to this conclusion like and I just I wish every conversation where you're trying to get someone to realize that their their thinking is backwards I wish every conversation were that easy (laughs)
1: yeah it was so good But so then we see Amon's parents trying to convince him that he's not in love with Kartik, mm-hmm. And his dad tells him, like, no, no, you're just roommates. And, you know, it's okay because sometimes roommates do sleep together mm-hmm. with a lowercase s. <laughs> on uppercase x. <laughs> no sexy sh- time. Do share a bed. And then, you know, sometimes if you're sleeping with your roommate, you touch sometimes. But that doesn't mean you're gay. Amon just kind of is like, you're not getting it. And so he goes and he switches over to science because Mm -hmm. his dad is a scientist. So he's like, maybe I can explain this with the chemicals that are released in your brain when you're in love. Yeah. So he uses like dopamine and... Sorry. He he explains to his mom how he feels when he and Karthik are around each other.
0: Yeah.
1: And she is immediately reminded of the love she had before she married his father. Yeah. But that's still not enough. She's like, "Okay, I kind of am starting to see what you're talking about, but his dad is still so against it mm-hmm. that they're not they're not there yet." Yeah. And so she tells him, "Don't worry, we can get you fixed." Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing that medical
0: science can't do these days. I there was a great line in that moment where after Aman's mom says that he says, "Okay, so when you experience oxytocin, like releasing mm-hmm. in your brain, it's love. But when I experience it, when I'm spending time with Kartik, it's a disease." Yep. So again, it's this very this really effective use of turning a person's words against them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we go back to the train station because gogley after her fiance left she stole the horse that she'd been riding on and just like gallops it away and gallops it to the train station so there's now just a horse at the train station, (laughs) um and kartik is there and gogley is trying to figure out how to jump onto the train tracks Mm -hmm. um Kartik tries to convince her that a called off wedding is not worth dying over. Mm -hmm. And he specifically brings up that she has her family to support her. Yeah. And then she asks him why he's at the train station and not with Amon, since they love each other so much. She seems pretty supportive. Like, it's just like a matter of fact question she's asking him. And we find out that she's known Amon was gay since he was a child. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I've just known. And then the two of them kind of form this friendship, Kartik and Gogle, and they decide to head back to the family home together in search of their happy ending. Oh, I love it. (laughs) And we get Interval. Yay! After the intermission, Amon's family is heading back to Ahalabad on a bus this time, not a train. It's fascinating. Um, (laughs) I did have that thought too. I was like, what is this? And On the bus, Kusum tells Amon that she can fix him. He's just like, stop. I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm not interested. Reminder that this is the woman his parents want him to marry. Right. He's like, you should just refuse the marriage. Like, I'm gay. I don't want to marry you. This isn't happening. She says, you have to accept this marriage, please, because you're my last chance. Because she's actually in love with
0: someone else. Mm -hmm. A man who was accused of murder this was like i loved the way she introduced this she's like he's a sweet simple guy he was accused of murder he's not guilty he says he didn't do it he assures (laughs) me he's not guilty (laughs) um but her parents don't
1: like this man because he belongs to a different Mm cast kusin proposes that she and aman marry each other and settle in delhi Then she can live with her love and Amon can live with Kartik. Yeah. So a marriage of convenience. Yeah. Of sorts. And he's like, no. And then her response to that is, that means yes. If a woman's refusal is taken as consent, the same is true for you. (laughs) Frankly, I love that. I mean, I don't love that she's forcing him into this
0: in a sense. Uh Uh-huh. But I do like the just the little slip of commentary there. Yeah. Just like, yeah, if I as a woman, if my no can't be taken as no, then neither can yours. Yeah. I do actually really like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not fair in this case, but it does remind me of, again, Pride and Prejudice. When, like, (laughs) Mr. Collins is proposing to Elizabeth and she's just like, no. And he's like, okay, I know that you have to deny me to save face, but she's like, like, I literally
0: don't know how to say no in a way that will make you understand that what I'm saying is no.
1: (laughs) so I just appreciated how quick she like flipped it around and I was like oh I really like the writing I
0: do actually I like Kusum as a character um I also really (laughs) enjoy that in this as she's talking about you know this man she wishes she could marry but her parents won't let her she says that she doesn't want to elope with him because then she won't get all the jewelry (laughs) yes that's
1: important to note Mm -hmm. so then they get back home and Amon's mom has put together a plan to have a ceremony that they typically have for newborn babies to, quote, remake Amon as a man. Mm -hmm. But his father even goes so far as to give him a new name. And he's like, yeah, let's just say like Amon has left us. Amon is dead to us. We've got this guy now. (laughs) Yeah. Which way to make your son feel comfortable and loved and supported. And accepted. Yeah. But so as this is going on, Gogli arrives home. And she's just like, oh, my God, is he dead? Because the first thing she sees is his portrait of the flowers. Yeah. Um, But then she just laughs at the ridiculousness of Mm -hmm. it. And then she says to everyone that the cause of their troubles is, like, inside the house. Mm -hmm. And everyone goes to investigate, only to find Kartik standing on the balcony of the house, shirtless, with a rainbow flag tied around his (laughs) neck. And he's just, it's so, he's so vibrant. He is. Full of life. Um, but he says that Aman's dad's entire body is sick with a disease. And that disease is called homophobia.
0: Oh, and yeah. And there is
1: no cure.
0: <laughs> I love Ayushman Karan. I'm so glad
1: you joined me. <laughs> I get it. I mean, I got it before, but now I'm like, I feel I it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um... So Amon's dad goes and gets a big bamboo stick. And then he starts beating Kartik with it. Mm -hmm. And Kartik's kind of just like, yeah, get it out of your system. Like, he's like, we have to have this out. If you need to try to beat the gayness out of me, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not going to work. But if it makes you feel better, like, fine. I'm projecting this onto Kartik. He does not actually say these things. This is my interpretation of why he's allowing this to happen.
0: Yeah. And he does literally at one point, like pick up the stick and give it back to yes. Amon's dad. That's
1: what I was going to say. And you see yeah. Amon's dad just kind of look shocked at that. And I think it makes him even more angry and want to hit him more.
0: Um, yeah, because, is of, super because healthy. Kartik is being so accepting of this journey mm-hmm. that Amon's dad is choosing to go on. And yeah. it's like it's like a cognitive dissonance thing of like, I can't fathom why you, this thing that I think is evil... Is giving me space to experience the world in a certain way, like that doesn't yeah. seem possible. Yeah. So I need to like beat you.
1: And I did have the thought watching the scene, I reflected back on the conversation that we have had several times about nonviolence. Mm-hmm. And like, I just don't think you should have to offer your body up to be beaten. Oh, absolutely. Black and blue, no. In order to help someone else reach.
0: A place of love and understanding and compassion. Like, definitely, definitely not. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you said that because I wouldn't want anyone to think that we condoned no. that in any way. <laughs> no, this is just our understanding of how the, this dynamic is playing out between these two characters, but absolutely like the idea that you would need to physically exert some kind of like dominance over another yeah. being is, yeah. is really sickening.
1: And I also wonder if Kartik was raised in an unhealthy situation where he's being beaten, and so to him, maybe he's like, this is how we resolve things. Right. And I'm used to it, and so we'll just do this old song and dance, and we'll come out the other side of it and hopefully have a, an understanding.
0: And maybe um, a certain element, too, of, like, if you're going to hit someone, I'd rather you hit me, because I... Yeah. I've been through this before and I got through it and I don't want you to be hitting Amon, the man that I love.
1: And Amon does stick around and watch for a while Mm -hmm. and then he runs upstairs and locks himself in his room.
0: Yeah. And then
1: after Amon's dad is kind of tired of beating him, Kartik says, my sexuality is my sexuality. Mm -hmm. And then he faints. Yeah. And later that night, Amon is still in his room and there's this massive family fight happening about a variety of different things <laughs> um, as Amon's dad tries to determine whether Kartik is still alive. Yeah. Like, he's, like, checking his
0: breath. He's checking his pulse. He is. Um, he is alive, alive just, yeah. Is this also where we be. see... There's, like, a cousin? Like, I, I never... I was, like, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, there's the cousin who I really enjoyed throughout the movie, and Me he's, too. like, he's got his iPad, and he's just, like, reading facts about, like, homosexuality and, and like, trans people, and he's just yeah. like, yeah, no, did you know about this? And wow, <laughs> did you know that this is the
1: actual definition of gender? Yeah. And it's actually a spectrum. <laughs> and they're just like, stop, what is this nonsense? <laughs> but it feels like the uncle is interested. He's like, Yeah. Oh.
0: I think yeah like I think most people are on board and, and curious about this it's just Aman's dad who because yeah. he's in charge or feels like he can exert this.
1: And then Aman's mom goes up to investigate and see how he's doing uh Aman is doing and she like screams and hugs him out of happiness because she's found that he's written a note I don't know why he wrote it instead of just telling people but he wrote a note saying that he will marry kusum as long as his parents don't hurt kartik anymore Mm -hmm. and so then we get to the day of like the wedding yeah and amon is praying and kartik approaches him kartik really this is like the first time that we really see him kind of not get angry but he's like frustrated with amon He's like, you can't do this. If you do this, you're not just living a lie like today or tomorrow. You're living a lie the rest of your life. Like, yeah. can you play this role for the rest of your life? And he tells him, frankly, like, you're breaking my heart. Yeah. Very few chances come up for you to be a hero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is one of those times. So you have to decide if you're going to be a hero or a bystander. Yeah. But so then we see Amon's parents have a whole conversation about Article 377, uh, which states that sexual intercourse that goes against the order of nature, Mm quote-unquote, is illegal. And the Supreme Court is debating it the day after the wedding. Mm -hmm. Amon's mom then says that they're ruining Amon's life by making him marry someone he doesn't want to marry, just like they had to do. Because we also find out that Amon's dad also had a love that he wasn't able to marry so his parents kind of were forced together.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's that's such an important moment that realization that she has and also I appreciate this movie going to the extra effort to show that a heterosexual relationship is not inherently happier or better or more loving than yeah. a homosexual relationship. Like there's not there is conflict. Right. Karthik then
1: like, goes to try to find Kusum, and mm-hmm. he finds a note <laughs> that explains that she has run away. Buggy. <laughs> and she took all of the jewelry that she got from Aman's mom. Yeah. And is just gone. She's gone to be with her lover. Mm-hmm. So Kartik then takes this opportunity to dress up as the bride. Uh-huh. And he takes his place next to Aman. Like, they go through half the wedding ceremony.
0: He's, like, a with full him. head taller than Kusum was. Yeah. And, like, his hands are very clearly, like, masculine yes. hands.
1: Yeah. Just, and Gogolay is in on it, so whenever, like, a family member is like, she's got really hairy hands, didn't she, like, get waxed? Gogolay's like, no,
0: she wants him to take her as she is. Her natural self, which we applaud, even though yeah. that's not actually what's happening here.
1: Yeah. And then like halfway through the ceremony, Amon's dad steps in, reveals that it's Kartik, and Gogley tells the family about Kusum running away. And then we see Amon finally stand up to his dad, mm-hmm. and he pointedly asks him if the fact that he loves Kartik changes their father-son relationship. Mm-hmm. It does not. His dad confirms that. He- Amon then drives Kartik back to the priest and demands that the wedding continue, <laughs> Kartik's like, you didn't even propose. <laughs> I know, I love that line. They're that so sweet. And the priest refuses. But then the two boys are like, marriage is between two souls, yeah. right? Two ungendered souls. So let's at least sing a song. <laughs> <laughs> and as this is happening, police come yeah. to arrest Kartik and Amon for being gay. But yeah, Amon's mom begs, her husband, Amon's father, to do something about the police because she mm-hmm. doesn't want her son to be arrested. But he doesn't. And then Amon's uncle steps out of the crowd. Uh-huh. He, he asks his wife to move over. She's
0: like, no. <laughs> so he <has laughs> Go to, around me. <laughs> yeah,
1: so he, he has to move around her to make his like, take his big moment. Mm-hmm. And this is important for him because he's a lawyer, but the whole family was giving him crap <laughs> for not being like a good lawyer. Yeah but he argues that there's no proof that these two boys are gay, and the police reveal that they got their info from Kusum.
0: Yeah. Who they picked up as she was on the run. I was so proud of Kusum, (laughs) and then she just ruined it. Yeah, I kind of wanted her to get away. I I know, me too, and have her happily ever after with her murderous (laughs) boyfriend. Yeah.
1: Then the uncle insists that whatever these men are doing is not the business of anyone else. And everyone pretty much is like, yeah, okay. Except the police are like, okay, well, it's still illegal today, regardless of what happens tomorrow. So we're going to have to just hang out and see what the ruling is tomorrow.
0: These cops had nothing else going on. (laughs) Yeah,
1: evidently. And so then the next day, the Supreme Court rules to abolish Article 377. So the police leave. Then Amon's dad gives the boys a ride to the train station on yeah. his scooter. It's very cute. Kartik kind of like waves goodbye, goes to wait um, while Amon is saying goodbye to his dad. And his dad tells him that he doesn't know if he'll ever understand. But he says to Amon, Don't let me stop you from living life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is this is good. You're on the path to this is yeah, growth. Understanding. Yeah. And then After Amon says goodbye to his dad, Kartik comes back and gives him a big hug. Yeah. And then touches his feet. And you can see that Amon's dad is kind of like,
0: yeah, okay. Like, I could probably grow to love this guy. Yeah, he's pretty lovable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then that's the end of the plot. Yeah. But we get our final dance number. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Array PR, Karlai. Both boys are wearing just amazing shiny suits. Very
0: sparkly. Oh, so good.
1: <laughs> and, like, there's a move where Kartik is dancing and then he's just, like, Slapping yep. the butt. So the there's dancers also right
0: before that move. It's just for like one frame, but there's a man just has his arm up inside yep. his coat. <laughs> I yeah, had to go back to, like, and watch make it his twice <laughs> to see it, like that. That
1: was what I was seeing. <laughs> yeah, and that same dancer is the one that gets his tush slapped. He does. Yeah. Yeah. I was very like, intimate. Wow, you're loving life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so this one's also very fun, and this so this song. It it has clips of an older song in it. Yeah. And that song is from the movie Saheb. Okay. And the song, the original song, was composed and performed by Bappi Lahiri, who is a a famous composer and playback singer. And he is the cameo who, like, halfway through, suddenly there's this man who. Yes. I was like, who is that man? Bappi Lahiri. (laughs) Great. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Really fun movie. Really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It
1: was just sweet. Yep. And I think the writing was really good. Very I think good. it achieved what it set out to achieve. Mm-hmm. I was struggling because I have a problem nowadays with reading books or watching movies that are, or where the whole plot revolves around it's not okay to be gay. Mm-hmm. And I understand there's definitely still that experience in, a, like, across the world. But... In the States, I mean, definitely not everywhere in the States, but, like, in Northeast, where we both live, we've gone beyond the, okay, it's not okay that you're gay, and now it is more about, like, which, you know what, actually, I guess this movie's not even, because they're doing fine in Delhi, like, they're living their lives openly in Delhi.
0: Yeah, but no, I absolutely know what you're saying, and I want to, you know, that is going to come up in my research. Yeah, yeah. We don't know many people who would not be accepting of someone that they love coming out of the closet, coming out as gay, trans, non-binary. We also understand that there are many people who do experience that hatred and and there are also many people who feel that hatred and that misunderstanding, but it can be a challenge to consume media that relies on that hatred right in order to tell the story because um agreed
1: yeah thank you for articulating it that way because I think the whole thing is that it's now usually the thing about this person is not that they're gay like that's not the driving force of the plot Mm -hmm. it's just having people who identify as LGBTQ like as your lead people or as you know friends and you just see them because they're there. Mm-hmm. And it's the representation of like, yeah, these are the struggles I'm going through in my daily life, and also I'm gay, and also these struggles aren't necessarily happening because I'm gay. Right. I do love the representation of this film. Mm-hmm. They showed a sensitive topic in a really nice way.
0: Yeah. I will say I wasn't a huge fan of most of the second act of the movie, Mm -hmm. the fact that and I'm going to talk more about this later in my research too but the fact that they had Kartik dress up as a woman the fact that like the police showed up and this is the day before the ruling is going to be made about um section 377 we jumped several sharks like there's like 18 sharks behind us now (laughs) yeah but overall I really enjoyed the movie a lot and it's good to see a story like this being told. um this yeah. was one in a series of l g b t q stories that have been coming out in you know mainstream Bollywood in recent years, and never mind, i'm not gonna this is all a part of my research. I'm getting ahead of myself, okay. <laughs> yeah, so Katie and I before we started watching the movies and started getting into these episodes that we want to do for for Pride Month for June, we kind of Mm -hmm. decided exactly what it was we wanted to do for our research. Yes. We wanted to start off with researching queer representation in Bollywood. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Katie, we're going to talk about more of the like legislative stuff next week, but... I wanted to start us off with just a teensy little bit of kind of policy to kind of ground us. And also because it's a huge plot point in this movie, the, uh, the, the repeal of section 377. And I don't know exactly what correct legal terminology to use here, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Um, section 377 of the Indian penal code was ruled unconstitutional on September 6th, 2018. Um, the Supreme Court unanimously overturned the application of Section 377 to consensual homosexual sex between adults, calling it irrational, indefensible, and manifestly arbitrary. So mm-hmm. basically, like, that's stupid that we have that in here. That part doesn't need to be there. And the, yeah. the code does still exist covering other actually deplorable sexual acts. Like bestiality? Like sure. bestiality, uh, yes, but not... The very normal and natural act of homosexual love. Mm -hmm. So the court case that this all came out of was titled Navtej Singh Johar and Others versus the Union of India. Navtej Singh Johar is a famous Bard Natyam dancer and choreographer and was one of six famous members of the Indian LGBTQ community to file the petition that resulted in this landmark decision. So the folks who are bringing this case against the Supreme Court and against the Indian Constitution, they're all celebrities. They're all Great. queer celebs. That probably helps. I'm sure it does. (laughs) Um, And there's a lot of history behind this, and I'm excited for us to learn more about that uh, in the future. But now we're gonna, we're moving forward. um, Because Bollywood stars such as Amir Khan, Sonam Kapoor, Abhishek Bakchan, and Preeti Zinta, all four folks who we love and have talked about on the podcast before, these were just a few of the Bollywood celebrities who lauded the Supreme Court's decision um, Sonam Kapoor posted on Twitter, quote, This is the India I want to live in, not one filled with hate, bigotry, sexism, homophobia, and intolerance. This is the India I love. And Kapoor mm. herself portrayed a gay woman the following year in the film Ekladki Kodeka to Esa Laga. So there's support from a lot of the big names in Bollywood for this, this this outpouring yeah. of love. I wanted to also share a couple of responses from openly gay celebrities mm. in, mm-hmm. in in this world so um a Aparva asrani uh one of few openly gay men in indian cinema who he's a, a writer and editor director yeah. he said following the ruling quote there is much healing that needs to happen within the gay community hopefully it can begin now Uh, But he also noted, the law has changed, but society is still brainwashed by centuries of outdated Victorian values. Mm -hmm. And then the openly gay stand-up comedian Vasu Primlani agreed, saying, "...the largest question, I think, before India is not just in terms of legalizing homosexuality, bisexuality, or the transgender community, it is social acceptance." There is a great difference between these two things. We look forward to the day when lesbians move from being a fantasy to being respected as individuals and for the work they do in their human rights. Yes. So in terms of actually out members of the, the Bollywood world, Mm -hmm. there are not many lists, you know, Googling lists and trying to find examples of, of people who are openly gay in Bollywood does not yield many results. And the names who you see on those lists are not people who we're super familiar with. And obviously we are not the end all be all of knowledge of the Bollywood industry, but we've been around the block. I, you know, we'd expect to maybe recognize at least more than one name on the list, but, you know, going through, there was only one name on the list who I recognized. And Katie, you of course recognize this name too, Karan Johar. Yeah. Um, now Karan Johar Uh, has actually never come out as openly gay... But he wrote in his 2017 autobiography, which important to note, 2017, the year before the Supreme Court ruling against Section 377, Johar wrote, quote, everybody knows what my sexual orientation is. I don't need to scream it out. If I need to spell it out, I won't, only because I live in a country where I could possibly be jailed for saying this, which is why I, Karan Johar, will not say the three words that possibly everybody knows about me. Oh, okay. So... It's pretty obvious what he's getting at there, but he never, yeah. he has never officially come out and said, I am gay. Ugh.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking, there's the whole, you know, gay people shouldn't have to come out, like, regard or regardless of what your sexual orientation is, sure. like, heterosexual people don't. So, like, coming from that perspective, too, it's like, okay, we shouldn't expect that. And also, then, the level of danger that... Yeah. That's,
0: that's a very good point. There's the the fact that people should be able to just live their lives without having to have this public declaration of like, this is the kind of person who I'm attracted to or not attracted yeah. to. Yeah, I agree. I think that's um, that's important to bear in mind as well. I also wanted to uh, to name the director uh, Shona Lee Bowes, who identifies as bisexual, and her 2015 film Margarita with a Straw depicted a relationship between two teenage girls. Bose also directed the film The Sky is Pink. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, not one that we've seen, but one that we know about, one that's been on I've our been list wanting, for a while.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to see it. Also, Margarita with a Straw sounds
0: great. Yeah, and Kalki Coachlin is the oh. lead in that movie. Okay. Any of these articles that I was looking at that listed queer folks in Bollywood quickly turned to speculation. So it starts with like, Karan Johar and Shona Lee Bose and a handful of other people who are out and openly queer. Mm-hmm. And then it turns to, well, so-and-so kissed a girl at a party one time, or <sighs> this person seems like they're unhappy in their marriage. I don't know. And I'm not going <laughs> right. to name any names from that list. We're not in the business of, like, circulating any further speculation or perpetuating no. rumors, so not naming names here. And it does seem to really stem from a misunderstanding that First of all, one can be attracted to multiple different gender expressions, right. and also that, you know, a woman kissing another woman at a party and then someone posting a picture of it on social media does not mean that that, that either of those women are gay. No. Despite the lack of out-confirmed LGBTQ plus representation in the actual people who make Bollywood movies, such representation on screen is becoming more and more common, Um, And so I wanted to first start off, uh, like, thinking about kind of how these movies do uh, in India by talking about our movie for this week. Uh, Okay. So SMZS was largely well-received. It's got solid ratings in all of the places that I usually check ratings for. It has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very impressive.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Critics praised the acting over the writing and directing, which I think is fair, although I do think the writing was was really good here, um, they called it entertaining without getting preachy, which yeah. is a, a good move for a movie that does set out to be a family comedy over, you know, a, a deep drama. Right. I wanted to quote from the Times of India, All in all, SMZS will give small town parents the much needed nudge and maybe in the distant future they will have the strength to accept their offspring for who they are. And so, you know, again, this, this idea that by putting these stories out there in a, a digestible, accessible way, that this is how we get into the hearts and minds of the conservative folks who maybe are less familiar with the idea of two men being in love with each other being a totally natural and normal thing yeah and i also wanted to point out that ayushman karana was nominated for best actor for his role as kartik um he was also nominated for best playback singer for the opening number of the film the actress who played aman's mom as well as the actor who played aman's dad and then the actress who played uh gogle were nominated for supporting acting roles okay, um nice. so very well received overall yeah And then just a little kind of fun fact here. I was curious if this was the first time two men had kissed on screen. I was wondering
1: that as well. Yeah.
0: And I learned that it was in fact not the first time that that was seen. Have you heard of Bombay talkies?
1: Yes. It's like a collection of short stories. Yes. Yeah. And I've been wanting to watch it.
0: So it's my understanding that the first Bollywood piece of cinema that mm-hmm. has two men kissing on screen is in the film Bombay Talkies, and it's a kiss between the actors uh, Saqib Saleem and Rondi Puda. <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you'd get excited about that. Great. <laughs> I'm fully in That's it. That skyrocketed to the top of Katie's list. We'll go watch that tonight. <laughs> yes. And so there has been this uptick in the number of LGBTQ plus stories being told in Bollywood since the overruling of Section 377. But the presence of same-sex storylines in Indian cinema isn't anything new. A CNN article that I read by Harmeet Kar notes that what is changing now is how explicit these stories are, and I don't mean explicit in terms of like explicit sex, but how obvious right. it is that the characters in the story are gay. Like how yeah. how directly it is named that these people are a part of the queer community. Mm-hmm. Looking at a pre-cinema world, so going way, way back in time, the ancient text, the Kama Sutra, depicts same-sex coupling. Um, An 18th century poetry writes of same-sex love in the same tones and registers as heterosexual love. Homophobia is a Western ideal that took hold in the mid-19th century as the subcontinent fell under British rule. So, of course, (sighs) white people ruined this openness to love amongst all beings. (laughs)
1: I hate that. It's like let's give you a whole host of problems that are unique to you because you're under British rule, but yeah. then
0: also let's dump our own traumas problems <laughs> on yeah. top
1: of that. Oh, it's awful.
0: Yeah. No, it's 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 unbelievably stupid. Um but even so, films from the 50s through the 80s often depicted powerful bonds between men, which mm. though not exactly homosexual, may have appealed to gay audiences, and in the article I was reading, they were like, listen, they didn't, you know, poll people back then, so there's no real way of knowing this, but it does seem like it could be the case that films such as Dosti, Anand, and Cholet that have these powerful elements of two men's undying love for one another could have been Relatable to gay audiences. Um, doesn't mm-hmm. feel like a huge stretch to me. Kind of like the vibes we get from war, you know, just yeah. like these are two men who are committed to like taking care of each other and supporting one another right. in a way that kind of makes you feel like they might make out sometimes. Yeah, but it's not explicitly named. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This article noted too that the song Ye Dosti Hum. Nahi Todenge from Sholay has become a queer anthem and we also see in SMZs there are nods to both Cholet and dosti so two of these films with these powerful male male friendships yeah the 1998 film fire was an early example of a film depicting same-sex desire between two women however the film was criticized by both right-wing conservatives for obvious reasons uh-huh. um, but also by members of the queer community because the two female leads explore their sexuality out of sexual frustration caused by the oh. absence of their husband Husbands and not by an inherent attraction to their own sex. Right. So it kind it's of gives, like, we're you know, bored this, we need yeah, this. This, this perpetuates this idea that sexuality is a choice. And if you don't have yeah. a man to have sex with, you might as well have sex with a woman. Right. Even so, the film professor Ulka Anjaria notes that fire propelled the conversation of same sex desire into the mainstream and was, quote, a foundational moment in queer legibility in India. So even though this isn't an ideal depiction or representation, it gets the conversation going, right? This article also pointed to films like *Calhouna and *Girlfriend*, which wasn't one I was familiar with, but I guess it shows a a lesbian as a villain purely just mm. because she's a lesbian, and also *Dostana* as examples yeah. of homophobic representation that still paved the way for our current explicit representations of LGBTQ plus characters. So, like, we have these homophobic depictions, right? That Put the terminology into common language, I guess. Yeah. And make it feasible that eventually we can start to tell stories about those people where they're not made fun of. They're not the butt of the joke. They're not the villain. Right. They're just the people, the regular people living their regular lives. Yeah. More recent examples that we're going to be talking about a little more this month and including the movie we watched for today. They're not perfect, but they're an improvement These films, the characters have lacked depth, they've utilized slurs, and have often come across as preachy, and like they have something to prove, which is kind of fair, given that homophobia wasn't eradicated with the decision to overthrow Section 377, just the legality was overthrown, and some point to homophobia as the reason that these films haven't performed well at the box office. These films have mostly been flops. Also, there's the fact that these movies are really made by and for cishet people with Hmm. the intention of normalizing the queer experience, making it feel familiar, which then limits the kinds of stories that can actually be told. Right. And so these films also cast straight cisgender actors to play LGBTQ plus characters, which a Film Companion article by Manan Sharma notes, quote, risks potentially caricaturist portrayals and deprives queer actors of work opportunities and deprives especially queer audiences of positive, successful role models working in film. And finally yeah. adds that this quote, unintentionally invisibilizes the disparity in privilege, power and lived experiences inherent in society's treatment of gay folks. Mm-hmm. We didn't explicitly say this earlier, but both of the actors who play Kartik and Amon are straight men. And-, and watching that
1: film, it didn't feel like it was a caricature. Yes. And I was really happy about that. It felt genuine. Obviously, would have been better to have actors who actually identify as gay, but I see why... People wanting to move in that direction might say, okay, we have to get some big names mm-hmm. first to pave the way to then normalize it more, like you were saying.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's, we in the States are maybe a step or two further along in that process mm-hmm. with the types of stories that get told about the, the queer community in right. in our media. We have certainly seen that in the past, but we're not seeing it so much anymore, cishet people yeah. playing right, you know, members of this community. The journalist Anmol adds that the more mainstream examples of this representation still cater to, quote, expectations of cishet endogamous marriages, essentially creating a good and respectable queer person who does not transgress the rules and traditions of the Hindu caste society. Um, so going back to SMZS, you know, and I totally agree Neither Kartik nor Amon feel like caricatures. They feel like mm-hmm. just normal, two normal dudes live in their lives. Um, yeah. But the end of the movie, again, you know, I mentioned this before, it really kind of falls off the rails for me. Specifically yeah. Kartik dressing up as a woman and trying to marry Amon. And they made this choice for comedic effect, but it does suggest that he is the woman in a gay relationship, reinforcing yeah. heteronormativity in a homosexual relationship. Otherwise, this is something I feel like the movie avoided pretty well. It wasn't like they were trying to say, okay, Kartik is the more feminine one and Amon is the more masculine one. No, there was absolutely none of that happening between those two characters right up until that moment. And that's why I feel like it's a particular shame that they tried to include that because it felt like they were doing so well and then they fell at the final hurdle. Was, yeah. was my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, shining a light on the stories of the LGBTQ plus community is not insignificant. And reading through comments and reviews from the general population, it, it seems like keeping these movies pretty simple
1: mm-hmm.
0: really helps with even literally just getting people familiar with the terminology yeah. And many don't understand the nuances that may seem like common knowledge to some. For example, you know, the need for it to be articulated in this movie that homosexuality is not a choice. Um right. and some of the other moments that they're they're good and well-written moments, they are kind of like hitting you over the head pretty hard with that and mm-hmm. there are many people who that probably was a revelation for. Right. So, you know, it's it's not insignificant that those things are able to exist in these movies, but as was noted in um in the Sharma article in the closing paragraph Accurate and realistic depictions will help break down the cycles of stigma and shape public perception, and notions of abnormality and quote-unquote othering attached with queerness will be re-evaluated and questioned. Ensuring that queer representation is intrinsic to the production, casting, and scriptwriting process would not only provide more employment opportunities, but honestly transcribe the lived reality of LGBTQ folks, into artistic products worthy of patronage. So essentially the best way we're going to get these stories out there is when they are told by people who belong to this community. Right, yeah. And film has come a long way, but it still has a long way to go, and I think it's totally fine for us to enjoy some of the more mainstream films that we're going to continue to talk about here, um, as long as we don't tout them as the end-all, be-all and recognize that if the industry really wants to promote acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community, it needs to give work to the individuals who belong to that community and let them tell their own stories. Yeah. Agreed. And scene,
1: seen. <laughs> seen. That was great. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. This is the kind of complicated stuff that I think is really fun and interesting to talk about and dissect.
1: Yeah. And I also think that Again, as liberal white ladies, I think it can be easy to fall into the trap of looking for and expecting perfection Mm -hmm. and not necessarily acknowledging a gain or improvement that gets you maybe, you know, 20% of the way there. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So I do, I do think like if that's, if that's where we're at right now, then yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to see what continues to grow from this, like maybe next Pride Month we'll have like dozens of movies to choose from. Who yep. knows? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's great that it is becoming more widely known.
0: Absolutely. Totally agree with that and absolutely respect all of the the writings and opinions and feelings of of the, the people from the LGBTQ plus community absolutely. who wrote on this topic and criticized this and other films um, that attempt to represent them. And also recognize that we have to be respectful of where we're at in time and what the moment is that we're living in and try to create media that appeals to where we are at in that moment um, while also challenging where we're at and trying to bring us forward into the future. It's a tricky balance to strike. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I think it's it's hard for me to say this because I am a cis hetero person, Mm -hmm.
1: but I do think imperfect but... Genuine and compassionate representation is better than no representation at all.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say there's harmful
1: representation. Yes. But this movie's not an example. So, <laughs> yes, I would agree um, with
0: that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: First, I wanted to start saying thank you because I don't think we've thanked our listeners before. Mm-hmm. We have an Instagram. The handle is two white girls talk Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Please if you fancy uh, <laughs> go on Instagram, follow us, like our stuff, send us a message.
0: Uh,
1: and also if you want to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to our podcast on, that is also wonderful. You can also rate, leave a review mm-hmm. or not. As always, it's your choice. We just appreciate
0: you listening. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Also, if you are wanting to hear more Bollywood bangers in your life, uh, please (laughs) join us on Spotify and on YouTube, where we keep playlists of our favorite songs from each of the movies that we watch. And we link those in our episode descriptions, as well as in our Instagram posts on Tuesdays, so come and join us on those other fantastic platforms. And uh, yeah, I think making a point to express our gratitude to our listeners each week is a is a good one. So we're we're yes. very thankful. We would do this even if it was just us. If we were the only two people who listened, but it is That's more fun true. knowing that there are others out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Our next movie. I was really excited as I was doing my research for this week, you know, reading about this this broad criticism of a lot of the LGBTQ plus movies that come out, particularly of Bollywood, not giving work to queer folks. And right not being really, truly accurate depictions of what it's like to belong to that community. As I was reading that, I was getting really excited about the fact that our next movie is an example of that happening, which is yes. great. Because <laughs> our next film is Nanu Ladies, which is another Southern Indian film. Yes. And it is starring, it was also written and directed by Shayla Padandala, Padindala, who is gay, and mm-hmm. she writes about how she wanted to tell this story not just as a gay woman, but also as an opportunity to give work to other members of that community as well as to just other women. yeah, And so this is a a woman forward film. It's also, you know, for the community by the community. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this might feel different, not just because of who created it, but also the part of the world that it comes from. Cause this is also our first Kannada language film.
1: Yeah. I am super excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. Me neither. I'm here
1: for it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I feel like it might make me sad at
0: times. Sure. It seems like the kind of movie that might have more of a profound emotional impact than yeah. than others that we've seen, but hopefully it will be really worth it for for the takeaway. And the experience of getting to support an endeavor like this. Yeah. And for those of you who may not be familiar with this movie, it is spelled N-A-A-N-U-L-A-D-I-E-S. Yes. And it's also available to watch on Tubi. Yeah. Which is not a streaming platform I've ever (laughs) used before, but... Me neither. We're (laughs) going to give it the old college try. TubiTV.com. It's free. There are commercials, but... That's fine. But that's fine. Fine for us. We all case. grew up watching things with commercials. We can go back to that for exactly. <laughs> so, IMDb's synopsis, which actually was written the the IMDb plot description, was actually written by Shailaja Padindala Films. Oh. Like that's the username. So, like, okay, I, this is legit. This is legit. Yes. Yeah. Um, the story narrates the journey of two women, Anita, an aspiring actor, and Padma, a painter in the making, who fall passionately in love with each other. The two put up an ardent fight against societal and family barriers to sustain their relationship. However, love is not enough when the realities of the middle-class society hit the struggling artists hard how the two artists in love evolve to break away from the cis-cultured lifestyle while sustaining their identity as artists holds the rest of the film. Wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely gonna make me cry.
0: Yeah, definitely (laughs) gonna make us feel a lot of things. I just love the idea that we watched a movie, we read a bunch of criticism, and then we found a movie that is just like, all right, well, here we go. Let's <laughs> let's give exactly the opposite of that um, in let's terms jump of that in. criticism. Let's Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just be in it for the feels yeah. and the representation and yeah. Yeah.
0: Super very excited. excited to see what this is going to be like. This was really fun. This was very fun. Yeah. This is And I I think next week will be fun too.
1: Yeah. It, or at least will lead to some
0: good discussion. Absolutely. This um, is a great way to kick off our our Pride month. So, happy Pride, everyone.
1: Yay! And until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Yay!